Hello, 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 hello again, my fellow space cowboys and cowgirls and everyone else out there in the galaxy. It is time for another episode of the Netflix version of Cowboy Bebop, also known as a declassified bounty file, the Bebop session session number three, Dog Star Swing. This episode Oh my goodness, I didn't expect it, I didn't expect that jump, we will get to it, but more or less, Jet needs cash to buy his daughter a birthday present to get it, he and Spike track potential bounty to a brothel, but Spike has his own agenda, more or less, they're dealing with some issues from the syndicate still, more or less, uh, Spike has found himself in a bit of a um, a brawl between himself and Vicious. Who now knows he's actually alive. And uh, since that is the case. Vicious decides to cut off. Like cut some loose ends. Between himself and the syndicate. And um, forge some new issues. That have arisen. And cut them out of the, out of the grind for good. Meanwhile. They're on the planet. They're on the asteroid of Tharsis. Jet is still trying to find a walking Sally doll. For his daughter's birthday. And while they're doing that, Spike says, Hey, let's hang out on Tharsis a little bit. We can easily catch a bounty. They find a shapeshifter of sorts named Hakim that they're, e- they're eager to capture to get the $15 million Wulong reward. So they decide to say, Okay, there's some brothels around. Let's try and think about this, this way because he's using a face scrambler of sorts. Let's go to where he may be. Jet goes to the upper end of town Spike goes to the lower end, and he finds himself embroiled with finding Hakeem. While Jet is still trying to find the walking Sally doll. So he's thinking, you know what, my daughter's birthday won't be too, too bad. He gets himself a tad, um, what's it called? He gets himself a little, um, I don't know how to describe it. He gets himself a little bit into a jam because of the fact that, one, there's this guy that's extorting him for... Around 30 grand worth of uh, Wulong. And uh, this one is more like, oh, kind of he's charging 35,000 Wulongs for this doll. That is what his daughter really wants. While Spike finds himself brawling with Hakeem. Sp- uh, Jet gets the doll, of course, but then there's a bunch of other issues that happen with it. It gets stomped on, gets run over, gets lit on fire, and a bunch of other things happen to it. It gets soaking wet. Jet thinks it's not uh, usable. And after they looked into a little bit about the research that uh, Jet and Spike were given from a friend of his, from uh, an old friend of Jet's, they find themselves finding this guy is killing these people, but he's also doing it for dogs because they also find themselves visiting the high-end brothel for this mistress who is a dominatrix of sorts who actually uh, knows a little bit more and says that he's found a dog. He's been killing rich owner, like rich family members who are from Earth who uh, let the Earth gate collapse and kill everyone he ever knew. So Akeem has been stealing everyone, like stealing dogs to get back at these owners as well as killing them. Not the dogs, the owners themselves. And he's tempted to kill the dogs himself. He hasn't done so yet because of the fact he's an idiot who doesn't know what he's doing half the time. So there's also that issue. Meanwhile, 
while this is all going on overall, the fact is that, uh, well, if you ask me about it, he still doesn't know what he's doing and is still trying to figure it out overall. And at the end of the day, what does happen at the end of it all is that the fact that, uh, well, they find himself in a, they find him in a junkyard of all places because they're thinking, okay, he's going to be at this junkyard probably because he's doing other things. I'm going to say right now, this episode, oh my good Lord, was this a great episode to watch. I can't believe I had to watch it twice. Like, this episode is just so much. Like, if I was truly honest, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, I may be going a little bit too fast, but... Again, this episode is 44 minutes long. It's around... It's a little bit longer than the last episode was, but at the same time, the episode was also great on how it worked because of the fact that one, that one had more going on. This one's just, I don't know how to describe it. But, um, even then more so, the fact is when I first did the first couple of episodes, this one was not like I didn't know what to expect this one is session number three and I'm already oh my goodness but we get to see all these dogs that uh Hakeem is willing to shoot but all that while all that's happening J- uh Spike finds himself still on Tharsis with the rest of the with, with Chet still and he decides to uh look into more about Vicious and what's going on with him Vicious is um I guess dealing with some drug stuff still and um he's deciding to what's it called try and alleviate the issues with the syndicate still but he finds himself shooting some of the employees that were at this drug lab because he's vicious and he doesn't care anymore but while that's also happening jet all and spike get into the fight with hakeem at the brothel anyways but they also again later on at the junkyard find that the issp shoot them shoot him dead because they didn't want to pay out the bounty who in their right mind doesn't want to pay the bounty i mean if you put the bounty on someone's head you gotta pay it if you don't want to pay it then why'd you list it honestly i thought it was going to be about i thought this episode was going to be a bit more about straight dog strut because the, the name of it but at the same time i also thought it was going to be a little bit more of um one of the earlier, like one of the later on episodes in Cowboy Bebop, uh, uh, that was more focused on um, Chet a little bit. Um, I think that was session sixteen in the previous series. That yeah, Black Dog Serenade. I thought it was going to be more focused about him on his uh, old uh, on how his arm was sorted out and whatnot. Like it's just in the sense of like what happens because it's like literally. What is it? Like, just basically, it's all about how Jet lost his dog. He is known as the Black Dog anyways, so it is one of those things. At the end of the day, it's just... 
yeah. It's definitely a good time, if I'm truly honest, but at the same time, it's just, it's so funny. But this is the same episode where we get a little bit of a flashback on uh, Jet's old life and how he lost his arm. In that episode, I mean. This one, not so much. We don't get that in this one. Which is okay. But at the same time... It's just too funny. But, um... Either way, we do find them dealing with these dogs. And Jet and Spike are a little bit upset about the fact that they didn't get paid. So they instead say, okay, hold on a second. I got a better gift for uh, my daughter, like Jet's daughter, which they in turn use one of the pet dogs, which turns out to be, Ayn! It turns out to be the cutest little puppy ever. It turns out to be fucking Ayn. And I, as a fanboy, start screaming in pure ecstasy because it's fucking Ayn. He's the cutest fucking corgi of all time. I'm going, ah! Almost like um, the pet shop owner in Straight Dog Strut does. Like I'm literally going ah in a in a good way, and I'm sorry for this the uh, screech of sorts. But I'm just like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! It's Ein, it's my baby boy Ein. It's the cutest puppy. I'm sorry. I like Ein. He is my favorite. He's one of my favorites on the show in the show, and he's so darn cute. Even if he is a bit of a goofball in the sh- in the anime, he's still oh my god, I love him. But at least on the plus side, he's so cute. I know he doesn't at the beginning doesn't like uh, Spike very much, but he is a good boy, and. Well, at the end of the day, it is one of those things. So, let's look at it that way, you know what I mean? Could be worse. I mean, we do get to see... Honestly, the best part about this, to be honest to me, personally, is the fact that they didn't decide to allow Ayn to be a husky or something else. They actually did agree and acquiesce to the fans, I feel like. To actually have it be a corgi. I actually am still ecstatic that it is a cute, fluffy, puppy corgi. And I'm like, ah! I'm still kind of like, oh, I wish I had some bell peppers and beef to get over my uh, sense of enjoyment and just, oh my goodness, excitement. This episode already is just, oh my gosh. I need to keep on going, but I can't. This is the third episode and I'm just like, I don't want to be biased, and I know I'm going to be. I, I'm I'm loving this series way too much already. Maybe I'm just... I love the original anime. I'm loving what Netflix has done. At the same time, I'm not happy with how it's mishmashing everything all together, and I don't like the Dutch angles in this so far. There are some complaints, but for me, I'm going to allow those complaints that I'm having to deal with in my head come out later on when I decide to do the wrap up for this season where I will talk about what I didn't like and what I did like because there are a lot of things I'm liking but there are some things I'm not liking so much 
I'm not going to go back and forth, 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 and keep on bitching and moaning about it like everyone else has been doing. There are a lot of problems, yes. I'm not liking how a lot of the content feels a little, uh, not stale, but like I'm just not liking how it's kind of cardboard cut out in a sense where it's kind of like how the dialogue isn't fully there. It feels a little wooden. But overall, this episode did very well, I think. This episode showed us Ayn. This one showed us his daughter and his wife properly. And it showed us Chalmers, the asshole who has a smile on his face at all times that Jet would love to put a bullet in his back. But here's the real kicker. After that is after the gift doesn't really receive too well at home, Jet does decide to take him back and say, okay, don't worry. You can call him at any time. You can call me at any time to his daughter because he doesn't want his daughter to feel like he's a deadbeat dad. But after that happens, we find ourselves hanging out with uh, Spike, who's gotten the information, gotten a package from the sushi chef that was on Tharsis, helping him a little bit, which is a huge sniper in a briefcase on a silo. He decides to call Vicious and uh, show, hey, I'm not dead yet, you son of a bitch. I gotta thank you for that uh, uh, assassin that you tried to send to me on v- on Venus earlier. So I gotta give you a little thank you back. He does shoot at Vicious. He doesn't kill him. But he shoots him right through the bulletproof glass. And it does graze him. It doesn't hit him like and kill him. It just wounds. It just kind of hits him in the face and on the cheek. And gives him a bit of a scar from what it looks like will be something later on. But at this moment, I'm not too certain. I am still thinking, okay, this could turn out to be a huge war between these two uh, friends. Well, friends turned enemies. But at the end of the day, it could be something better. Who knows? But now to give my thoughts on this episode. Would I give this a 10 out of 10? Because I had Ayn, even if he was there very shortly, I cannot do so. If he's in the next couple of episodes more prominently, as he should be, I might give that. I might give it a bit of a ten. Who knows? But I do know. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I uh, again, I'm only three episodes in. There are seven more to go, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone, my uh, fellow cowboys and cowgirls, there's seven more to go. The next one will be, if I do recall correctly, Callisto Soul. And that one's going to be a long one, too. So that these episodes are going to, again, try and I'm going to try and make them as, as long as I can with an hour or so. For each, I'm not, I'm going to try and make these podcasts at least a half an hour if they are an hour long. But if they're 40 plus minutes, like 30 to 40 minutes, then it's going to be a little tricky for me to do so. But I thought... Okay, let's get this over and done with and try and do our best to remember everything from the beginning to the end. Until, and I will say, this is doing good so far. It's really uh, giving me some awesome promises. And I will definitely say, if it does um, survive itself into such a good way, I do know that, uh, well... I might enjoy it. I'm looking at what everything's... Ha- I look, I'm looking at all the little clips and bookmarks you could say for the next couple episodes. And I do know that the next episode, Kalisto's Soul, does look promising. Because it does also look like it is 
another add-on from episode one with Faye. But at this moment, we haven't seen a whole lot of Faye. So this one might be her being a proper member. And so it's like, ah, I'm gone. You see me? Now you see me, now you don't. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on with that. But that'll be the next episode of Kalisto's Soul. Until next time, my space cowboys and cowgirls, this is Scott. Signing out. End transmission.